March 27th, 2023. I wanted to talk tonight about the concept of buffet church. We live in a self-focused world. Whole enterprises have been designed and constructed to cater to people's selfish desires. We're used to being able to get anything we want, whenever we want it. If I need AA batteries, I can grab my phone, order them on my Amazon, and because I live in a large metropolitan city, I can probably have them to my house by tomorrow morning. We've built whole machines and enterprises and mechanisms that sole focus is on taking care of individual people's needs. And this mindset has infected our culture. It's infected the part of our culture that is strictly feelings-based. And unfortunately, it's not just the broader culture that this has infected. It is also the church. As we know, as the church goes, so does a whole culture. What it has done is turned the church into a consumable. It became a thing where people could demand what they wanted. They wanted a church that suited their needs, that suited their musical taste, that suited their time preference for when the church service would be. They live busy lives. There's other activities we have to go to. And unfortunately, the church was happy to oblige. And thus we saw a shift from the body of Christ into the business of Christ. You see, the problem when church is a consumable is that it becomes about the worshiper instead of who we should all be worshiping. And this leads to a term that I call buffet church. You are all familiar with what a buffet is. Usually a large amount of food of varying types and varying flavors and probably none of it particularly all that tasty is laid out under a bunch of hot lamps so the consumer can walk up and down the aisle picking only the things that they like. Excluding everything that they dislike. This is what buffet church is. It is people that choose and pick only things that they like from a variety of churches. You see, they can sneak in and out of the back door of the megachurch and get a a wonderful production and an encouraging show and maybe even a a feel-good message. This is why we at Christ Church are what I would call the anti-megachurch. We are trying to continue a church revival that brings us back to the local body of Christ. Not another business enterprise that needs to make sure there are enough butts and seats so that that landscaping budget that could probably provide food for the poor can get paid this month. You see, the problem with Buffet Church is it's all about you. It's about what you want. Church becomes another thing that you do an activity that makes you feel good. And then you pick and choose. Maybe you go to a Bible study at one church and you go to a dinner activity at another church and maybe you have a singles event at another church and maybe there's a couple other churches you you go to the preaching because, you know, the times work well with your schedule. 
You see, that doesn't work. Because we are called to be the body of Christ. We're called to strengthen and support and love and disciple and care and sharpen and rebuke and discipline. And how can you do this when you're not fully committed to a particular group of people? When you pick and choose bits and pieces and parts and pieces that just fit what you want. See, this is the opposite of being in service, of being a servant. When we're a servant, it's no longer about us, but it's about the one that we serve. That's the reason that many pastors wear a clerical collar. That collar symbolizes that they are a slave or a servant, a bond servant to Christ. That he is their master. You see, church isn't actually about us. Church is about God. Instead of asking if we like the music, we should be asking if the music honors the Lord. Instead of asking if we like the preacher, we should be asking if the pastor or the preacher honors the Lord and represents accurately God's Word. And it removes us from that buffet mindset where we only pick the pieces and the things we like and we tune everything else out and we disregard it because the reality is we're sinful people and we're going to hear some things that we may not like but that doesn't make them any less true. This is all the more reason that it is important to become a member of a church, to be committed to one church, to be established in one church, to be able to tell people which church you are a member of. Now, don't get me wrong. This doesn't mean that you can't visit and go participate in some things with other communities and, and fellowship with other Christians. We are, after all, the Catholic, small c, the universal church. But what it doesn't mean, or what it does mean, but what it does mean is that you do have to be committed somewhere. How are you to grow in the Lord if you don't know the people you worship with? How are you to be cared for and shepherded if you don't know your pastor and they don't know you. I remember the first church that Kristen and I started attending. It was a big box, smoke machine, lasers, electric guitars type of a church. We knew nobody. If we didn't show up on a Sunday, nobody really cared. The reason that we moved to smaller churches and away from the megachurch model was we wanted to know the people that we were worshiping with. Because how else could we care for them and how else could they care for us? You see, church family, we must be committed to the body of Christ. Otherwise, we can't love each other. Jesus said, you will know my disciples by the manner in which they love one another.
This is the reason we believe membership is so important. It's not because it's about butts and seats, but it is about strengthening and building the body of Christ. It is a commitment to the body, a commitment to worshiping the Lord, to building the kingdom of God. You see, it's not a buffet that you should want. It's a feast. And what better way to feast than with the people that you love, worshiping the God that loves you.